0: Hi everyone, this is Dina McKay and welcome back to a brand new episode of Black Tech Unplugged. You can find full show notes for this episode at blacktechunplugged.com. This is episode 17 and on this episode I do things a little bit different. I had the pleasure of attending the Chicago Anita B's Diversity Tech Hiring Fair last week. There are over 400 people in attendance, and the event is different than anything you've ever experienced. So, on this episode, I'm going to talk to the organizers of the event. They're going to explain why the event is different than the regular hiring fair. And you're also going to hear about the Chicago Anita Bees organization. Also, I have a few women who are C level who are sponsors of the event, and they're going to tell you what they're looking for when they're hiring as well as a skill set that people in tech need to possess. So let's get it. First up, we have the Chicago Anita B team, which consists of LaShawn Anthony, Marsha Barnett, and David Olandare. They're gonna tell us about the diversity tech event and why it's unique and helpful for the tech community in Chicago. Hi everyone, I'm speaking with three of the team members from the Anita Borg Chicago chapter, LaShawn, David and Marsha, how are you guys today? Doing well. All right, so let's get started. My first question for you guys is how did you get involved with the Chicago chapter? And let's start with LaShawn.
1: So back in 2015, Anita Borg Institute, as the organization was formerly known, was looking for someone to organize a meetup for their sister's community, which is an online community of women in computing. And event management is part of the services that I offer as a small business consultant, and so I offered to organize the meetup. And the global program manager, Rosario Robinson, flew in and was one of the speakers. And afterwards, she asked me to lead the Chicago chapter because they were getting ready to launch chapters for the organization for the first time.
0: And then David and Marsha, how did you get involved?
2: I started uh, volunteering for the chapter in uh, early uh, 2017, uh, last year. So for me, I was just my master's degree at the uh, university. And for a very long time, I have been volunteering for various events around uh, Chicago. And in the to one of those uh, organizations that I was very interested in uh, volunteering for because of some of the things that would be done in the Chicago chapter, but also more importantly, the the organization itself. I got my start just volunteering for different events and helping out for some of the yes, Chicago
3: chapter events and eventually, uh, moving and to the And Marsha? I actually became familiar with the organization when I was taking a class to get certified as project manager. Um, they were being held at the same, on the same floor, and I introduced myself to LaShawn. Um, she gave me a lot of information about the chapter. I attended a few events, volunteered, and from there, decide to become a community
0: leader. The Anita Borg, the Chicago chapter, it's been around for three years now, and how have you guys seen the chapter grow and evolve?
3: This is Marsha, I just see a lot of growth in our participants at our different events. It just seems that when we invite the public to our events, they, they just become very inspired, and it just makes them want to join this, this group and volunteer and participate in even more events
0: and have you seen an increase in membership and increase in people attending the events
1: yeah absolutely we've had anywhere you know in the early days the numbers were much smaller now we have anywhere from you know 22 up to with uh, with the hiring fair we had 450 people that registered and over 300 attended um throughout the day so it was by far our largest event in history, But uh, we also have coding tutorials for adults, and we've had as many as 60 people in those coding tutorials, you know, and of course they're asking us for a part two or an intermediate class so that they can continue learning. So we're excited to see that they love the instruction and they love the information that we deliver, you know, month after month.
0: And that's great to hear. And I hope that people who are listening attend your events, because from my perspective, I've been to a few and they're very helpful. I highly recommend attending. And the reason that we're speaking today is because you have the Diversity Tech Hiring Fair. So how did you guys come up with the
1: concept? Well, so Sean here, so um, very early on in the organization of events for Chicago, I realized that it would be critical for the Chicagoland community to find more jobs, to get people employed, to get them transitioned into the tech industry, because there is such a demand. There are so many positions that are open. There's a gap in skill set. And I wanted to find a way to match people. I knew that there was talent that existed already Mm -hmm. in Chicago, but that various tech companies were not utilizing the best methods in order to find people of color. And so I decided You know, to incorporate a hiring fair as one of the chapter's annual events, and this is now our third one.
0: And what makes this event different than any of the other hiring fair events?
2: So, one of the core goals for the hiring fair, like Deshaun said, was really about getting more people uh, into uh, tech roles, uh, particularly tech focused uh, organizations in Chicago. Um, Those kinds of things. That we realized from the onset that for most uh, career fairs, we always had the candidate interacting with employers, so sort of like a meet and greet. And we wanted to take that a step further by saying that candidates shouldn't just uh, interact with the uh, employers, but also have the opportunity to interview on site and ideally before the end of the event, before the end of the day. able to know if they get that, I think, got that job. Really, that was a differentiator from about allowing candidates who are interested in their tech goals to be able to get jobs on the spot at the actual uh, hiring fair as it was going on throughout that day. Yeah,
1: it, it was um, extremely important, you know, not to have our attendees just come in and shake hands with them. They may have to do a whiteboard test, they may have to do a coding test, but the system that we've put in place really gives our job seekers an opportunity to fast track that entire process.
0: I like that it's uh, your event is different than any other event. And I have one last question for each of you, and that is, what does being Black in tech mean to you? So David, we can start with
3: you
2: being black and said the different standpoint it's difficult to
3: get
2: but the first part is diversity. And diversity is pretty broad but the way I like to see it is in terms of perspective. So mm-hmm. it, it, it's not just uh, you know from a color perspective that I'm black, but I like the perspective I'm saying in the background I have and I feel that people want into see conversations uh, in the larger community on I mean, what um, being black in tech can mean and the potential that it has in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the way I really see, it. I see it. It, it. It goes beyond just being a color of my skin uh, to being more a perspective and the way I see the world, as well as looking you know, at the community at large on color.
0: Okay. And Marsha, what about you?
3: In my opinion the challenge is not so much as being black and technical as uh, female, as being a female and technical. In the field where I work, technology, everything is pretty much predominated dominated by men. And it's a challenge basically to get their respect as a equal as an equal partner, it's a lot easier to work with them. But when you first start out
1: with them there's a lot of challenges.
0: Yes, and I can completely agree and attest to that. And LaShawn, what about you?
1: My response pretty much stays the same in terms of um, some things that I've said previously. I'm I'm very disappointed by the lack of diversity, especially in in major corporations, because diversity and inclusion initiatives are not new. And um, the companies. With the most money have really not put a dent in including more people of color in their workplaces and you know they are the ones that are best able but unfortunately i can only presume that the numbers are the same because they are still using the same methods and they're going to the same places that they have previously in terms of their recruitment efforts in order to find people and in many occasions, people of color are not attending you know, high-priced tech, technical conferences or spending time going to a number of job fairs because they are familiar with the results in terms of just walking up to someone and leaving a resume. It goes into a black hole just as when they apply online. So in my opinion, there needs to be a complete overhaul to the human resources process. There are companies that have done it, and there are companies that are making strides in adding uh, not just more women, but people of color in their workforces. And I just look forward to seeing you know, how things change.
0: Next up is Giovanna Flores. She's the engineering manager at Trunk Club. She's going to explain what Trunk Club is, as well as what characteristics she's looking for when it comes to an engineer. Check it out. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Giovanna and Flores. We're at the Diversity Tech event. What made you come to this event? I am
4: here trying to continue to diversify our technical team over at Trunk Club, so I'm just. Anywhere that diversity is a focus, we kind of want to be there because diversity in our talent is what leads to diversity in our engineering team.
0: So for people who don't know what Trunk Club is, let's explain what it actually is and what products you guys create. What we do at Trunk Club is we connect people with
4: stylists. Okay. We have three different parts of our business. So one one part of the business is trunks, which are boxes that we pack with clothes that are tailored to the person, and we ship them out. And then we have an in-house service, so you come in, we pull racks for you, and give you kind of the star treatment, personal dressing room, and... Beverage of your choice. Okay. And then we also have our custom menswear. So we do custom suiting insurance for men.
0: Okay. And you're in the engineering department. You're a manager. What attributes or characteristics are you looking for someone to possess that you would hire?
4: Okay. I like to hire people that are willing to change as things change like flexibility is what i should say not change your personality Mm. but i like to hire people that are flexible okay in all the software companies that i've worked for personally things change quickly and so if you're flexible with your own ideas you're willing to kind of switch directions and try new solutions, listen to other people's solutions. I look for people who are passionate about learning and teaching, teaching in particular, because that's how you grow your organization. Everyone teaches one another, Um, and here at a senior level, I really want someone that wants to mentor.
0: Okay. And someone's looking to get into engineering. So someone like yourself, you did international relations. You were able to become an engineer. Someone who's looking to switch their path, what tips or advice do you have for them? I would offer your services to anyone that will take
4: them so that you can build up your resume um try to find something to focus on i think everyone kind of comes in and they're saying um like i want to be a software engineer but there's so many different parts Mm -hmm. do interviews with people reach out to them on linkedin if you're in a position where you're learning most companies anyone at the company is usually willing to talk to you so like the ceo is
0: more likely to talk to a student than they are to talk to a competitor right right i do have to ask one last question what does being black in tech mean to you? Just started with that question. You gotta get your final
4: thoughts. Um, at
0: the at this point in my
4: career now, being black in tech means um, having a lot of experiences. So mm. there are obstacles that happen. Um, there's a lack of mentorship sometimes because you don't have someone to look to that may have had that similar experience. Whatever the experience is, right? The experience could be that. Um, you've never had to file taxes before or anything, right? It right. doesn't necessarily need to be something that's job related right. but not having a mentor that can walk you through that means that you end up making a lot of mistakes on your own. Right. And so now being black in tech means that I've had a lot of experiences and I want to be more than available to others. So Another reason I come to events like this.
0: And next up, I have a seasoned veteran in the tech industry, Kim Holmes of Discover. She describes how she's been through various positions in the tech industry, as well as why she's looking for someone to fill her shoes soon, so check it out. Hi everyone, I'm here with Kim Holmes from Discover. Hi Kim, how are you? Hi Gina, good to see you. Good to see you too. For my listeners who don't know who you are, please explain your title and your role at Discover.
5: So, at Discover, I am a director in the Innovation and Partnerships Group. So, what that means basically is that I manage a team of senior architects and analysts focused on emerging tech. We are at the Diversity Tech Hiring Fair, and what inspired you to come? What inspired me to come is my passion for seeing more people who look like me in technology. And so for the past probably seven or eight years, I have gone all in on having underrepresented minorities, women, people of color, in the tech field. I know that they're out there, so um, folks who claim that there aren't individuals to fill those roles, diverse individuals to fill those roles, that's not true. And it's really around connecting those diverse individuals with job opportunities. I really want to, as I'm closer to the end of my career than the beginning, I want to make sure that there's more people who look like me that are available and ready to step into my shoes.
0: Okay. And because you've been doing this and this is a passion of yours, in what ways can the black tech community encourage more people that look like us into the industry? I'd
5: say one of the things that I think is important is for folks to understand that there's more to IT than coding. Mm -hmm. So a lot of amazing work happening all across the country with getting um, underrepresented folks into coding. But there's a huge demand for folks that are more on the kind of the infrastructure side, on the engineering side, with cloud engineering and being able to tap into the capabilities of clouds such as AWS or the Google Cloud, Microsoft's Azure, being able to understand the capabilities that those provide, um, being able to help developers. So this great wave of new diverse coders coming up to lead platforms to operate their code on. So I'd like to see underrepresented minorities on that end, too. And
0: for someone who's looking to enter into the tech industry and doesn't have
5: experience at the current moment, do you have any tips or advice? Um, Going back to my comment on the democratization of tech, right now, everyone everywhere can tap into... Online courses. Okay. Great. So Google offers a wide swath of online courses. Yes. Udemy offers courses in technologies that you can learn. You can get free Amazon web services accounts and learn to play. I'd say being curious and being a tinkerer helps. Okay. So, you can really go out there and play around, understand what skills you're most interested in, mm-hmm. and there's courses everywhere to take. And I'd say there's no there's no barrier for anyone trying to get into tech at this point if you want to learn.
0: And would you recommend coming to events like the one
5: we're at today? I absolutely would. So organizations like Anita B, Mm -hmm. um, certainly their focus is on women and people of color understanding how you find meetups in your community. So meetups.com being able to put yourself out into the community, let folks know what you're interested in, where you might want to find an opportunity. Folks will come, the universe will meet you where you want to be. I'm really yes. convinced of that. Um, but it's, it's being courageous enough to say that this is what you want and to tell somebody. And that you'll find people who will help you get there. Exactly. And one final question I have for you. What does being black in tech mean to you? It means that good question. For me, I think it means the same thing it means to be white in tech or Hispanic in tech. I belong in that room. It's really a matter of do you come prepared? Okay. Do I have, do I understand not only the technology, but where the top technology is going to be applied and how it should be applied. Technology, for technology's sake, there's very few roles in that arena, mm-hmm. many more roles in the arena of applied tech. Right. So, I, you know, being black in tech for me, mm-hmm. it's a perfect world when it doesn't matter that I'm black. It matters that I know what I'm doing, I can speak the language of technology and of the business, and I deserve a see the
0: And last but not least, I have Deidre Jackson, a Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois. She's the Divisional Vice President of Stand-Up Product Solutions. She's going to tell us what her title actually means and also why being black in tech is important to her. Hi, everyone. I'm here with Deidra Jackson. Hi, Deidra. Hello. How are you? It's good to be here. Tell everyone where you work and what your title is. Sure.
6: I work at Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois, and I'm a divisional vice president of Standard Product Solutions.
0: Okay. And for people who are listening who don't know what Standard Product Solutions are, can you explain a little bit about Great that? Great question. <laughs> so my job
6: is to help define and understand the strategic priorities of the organization as well as the industry and the market, and then design markets that can meet the needs of our members. Um, We're also responsible for making sure that the products that we design actually make it to the members so that they can leverage their benefits and services as needed.
0: And how did you get into that
6: role? Jeez, it's been quite a journey. So I've been with the organization for 15 years. I actually started in a role that was very similar to um, a business liaison role for technology, which is what brought me here. I'm really passionate about it.
0: You're here at the event tonight, so I have to ask this question. When trying to hire somebody, what skill set would they need and why?
6: Yeah, that's a really good question. I do a lot of hiring. You know, honestly, first you have to assess the need, right, and the need of the role, and then you match the candidate. So from a skill set perspective, it's very important. Basic skills are very important. How your communication styles are, how personable are you. Beyond that, we do consider, for me, I'd um, like to consider their agility. Can they learn the ropes and add value? Quite frankly, that's really what we're looking for with the new candidates that come in. Um, Okay
0: for black people are in tech what are spice that you have
6: for them i would say push the envelope and be your authentic self for sure
0: final question that i have for sure. you what does being black in tech mean to you wow here's
6: what i say this may be a little uh, i won't say off the cuff but I, I think it matters to us honest answer i think we understand that we are the salt of the earth i say use it be creative and a lot of ingenuity. I say, bring that, I say, bring that's where we're going to break the cold and lead to something great.
0: Thanks for listening to episode 17 of Black Tech Unplugged. I'm Dina McKay and you can find the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram under Black Tech Unplugged. And if you haven't already, go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. And if you have a few extra minutes, make sure to leave a five-star review too. It'll help me out a lot and it'll help other people find the podcast. Until next time.